Here's a fact for you. About 10% of the people who make New Year's resolutions successfully implement lasting change. The other 90% fail. So why do we keep doing this to ourselves year after year? Why do we tell ourselves that we need a resolution just because the calendar moved up one more number? Welcome to episode 72 of This Shit Works. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today I'm discussing why we need to abandon the practice of making New Year's resolutions. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at NickersonCOS.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. I'm sorry to break it to you, but the 1st of January doesn't hold any mystical or magical power that will help you facilitate change in your life. It's just another day on the calendar. If there was something that you really wanted to change or do differently and it was June, would you wait until January 1st to do it? No, you'd do it in June. But somehow the beginning of a new trip around the sun always makes us feel like we have to come up with some big change. And that's the first problem of resolutions. They are usually way too big and not subdivided into manageable and achievable goals. This is why they fail, because they are too big and undefined. I'm not the only one who says that. Psychotherapist Jonathan Alpert, author of Be Fearless, Change Your Life in 28 Days, broke down three of the biggest reasons people fail to complete their New Year's resolutions each year. The first, your resolution isn't specific enough. For example, I want to run a marathon. Okay, great. Then what marathon? What is the date? Now make and commit to a training schedule moving back from that date. Goals that are detailed and specific are harder to ignore than broad sweeping goals. Two, you aren't framing your resolutions positively. So much of how we talk to ourselves impacts our actions and our behaviors, Albert says. So try to frame the resolution in a positive way and not use negative language when describing your new goal. Three, your resolution isn't actually for you. Your goal needs to be made by and for you, not influenced by your friends or your family and what they see or you see in society, and on social media. What if we didn't make a resolution, but instead, at the end of every year, took a moment to look back and acknowledge all the things that we accomplished the previous year, how much work we put into it, the really hard times we got through, the great things that happened, and the happiness that we shared with others. That's what I'm going to do this year. Now, don't get me wrong, I have goals for 2022, but none of them involve changing who I am or beating myself up for who I'm not. Well, this episode is short and sweet because we're already at the cocktail of the week. And it's the Kier Royale. It's just cream de cassis, a black currant liqueur, and that goes with champagne like tomatoes and basil, peaches and cream, peanut butter and jelly, peas and carrots. So all you're going to do is take a champagne flute, put a little bit of Kier Royale on the bottom, and then fill it with your favorite bubbles. And then you've got this sophisticated champagne cocktail. Perfect for celebrations of all kinds, especially like the kind where you say, I'm good just the way I am. 
All right, friends. Happy New Year. I'll see you in 2022. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works. Works.